Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for spiritual conversation with enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. This last year has changed the way we look at our lives, at ourselves, at our relationships. And as I was looking through the book that today's guest wrote, I found a place where she says, if you have been sleepwalking through your life, now is the time to wake up. My guest today is Veronica Villanueva, and after a horrific divorce and being diagnosed with incurable stage four lung cancer, Veronica took back control of her life. And she's here today to share some tools that you can use to fight your own battles and to emerge healthier and happier. Are you ready to meet her? Veronica Villanueva is founder of Alive Well Thrive, that's Cannabis for Healing. She's a certified health coach, a cordon blue trained chef, and she's the author of The Grace of Cancer. Veronica aims to inspire others to embrace a holistic lifestyle built on a commitment to growth, eating healthy foods, taking the time to create memorable moments, and, of course, fostering loving relationships. You can find out more about Veronica and her work at veronicavillanueva.com and alivewellthrive.com. Veronica, welcome to Out of the Fog. Good morning, good morning, and thank you for having me, Karen. I'm really glad you're here. So am I. And I'm just, I'm taking a moment here and just listening to everything that you said, describing exactly my life the last few years. And, you know, I often do this. I pretend it's not me. Hmm. And I think, wow, this woman has done a lot. And when I can't wait to hear what she has to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's we so often don't see our own stories clearly because we're in the in the micro in the details. And sometimes like when someone reads your bio to bring you on the air or yes. you're writing a book or you you see the bigger story and it can make you stop and respect your path. Honor what you've been through. Absolutely. It's almost like when you don't think you're enough, take a moment, sit down and take an inventory of your life. And I will assure you, I will bet you, you will have a page long of all kinds of things you're doing that make you feel like that actually is meant to make you feel like you're engaging in life or maybe not. And this is, um, this is where you discover where you need to work on, right? But it's, um, you're right. I mean, not until someone actually talks about you, do you realize, okay, yes, you're enough. Yes, you've done enough <laughs> kind of thing. So that's, I'm appreciating that about myself as you're reading it. And it's not being egotistical. It's just saying, wow, good for you, V, good for you. You wanted to do that and you're doing it. So thank you. <laughs> well, and I, we can fall into habits, I think, um, patterns of relationship, patterns of how we treat ourselves and our body that minimize us, that don't honor our journey, don't honor what we want to do. And so I think the first thing I'd like to ask you is how 
how do we know when something is making us sick so that we don't have to get to the big like blowout stage? How can we know when we're holding those habits and patterns that minimize us or we're not respecting ourselves? What are some of the warning signs that something's not right? I think an overall feeling is you're just not happy. You're not thriving. Um, you feel burned out. And you're looking, lo- you're looking for something that's going to make a difference in your day. And you don't quite understand what, you can't pinpoint exactly what's causing it. It's just an overall feeling. And then, you're, then it's confirmed by how physically you feel. Because an emotional struggle isn't one without a physical struggle. Mm. It's connected. We just don't know how to connect it. And at that time in my life, I didn't know how to connect it. I didn't realize that my emotional state was what was causing all this physical ailment that was quite mysterious and just like, why am I feeling this way? And later on, not until I was diagnosed with cancer, did I realize and put the two and two together and like, wow, how impressive it is that our mind and body and soul are so interconnected. And once you realize that, you cannot afford to dishonor any parts of your life Mm -hmm. because one will become affected and then the other, and then there's chaos in your life. And then chaos in your body. When you, That's what happened to mine. Well, and I wanted to ask you about that as you were going through that experience, just a awful divorce, followed by ill health that led you to the hospital, that led to that discovery of cancer. How did you how did you get through that without just losing it? The desire to live, the desire to want to find that happiness that I was robbed of in the first part of my life, the knowing that I am a good person, that I'm meant to be here and be part and engage in this beautiful world, just believing that I am supposed to learn something from this that's going to propel me for the next big thing that I'm going to commit to in life. And that's exactly what it is. That's what happened to me. So whether I manifested that or whether that was planned for me, both. Um, And I wouldn't probably have it any other way because I love who I am today. And I had an accelerated path to that because of cancer. You know, many people don't master themselves until, I don't know if we ever do, but, you know, come close to it. And I feel like every day I'm getting very close to like, wow. And then a bigger door opens where I didn't realize I'm capable of this. Hmm. <laughs> and that hence explains all the things I'm, I'm, I was able and continue to be able to do while I have had this disease in my body. What, you know, there's a popular kind of belief that physical issues are consequences of us not doing something right 
emotionally. So if I don't express my anger, I might get cancer and there can be a kind of a, and I find it unpleasant. I am not on the side of this way of thinking, which is why I bring it up. There can be a, a way in which we look at people who are going through life changing challenges like this, whether it's divorce or cancer or whatever it is. And we say, well, I'm a better person than that. I have, right. I think all the right thoughts and therefore nothing happens to me. I wonder if you can speak into a little bit how, if you agree, how toxic and dangerous that is. Um, I think we're all guilty of this. Mm -hmm. I think it's the way we were socialized. We were conditioned. We were raised is, you know, at some point in our lives, we just didn't, don't feel like we're good enough. So we self-sabotage and self-sabotage is, can be, can manifest in so many ways. You know, it's, you talk to yourself constantly when you, you're right. When you really are in the moment and you catch yourself, you say, oh, that's really stupid. Oh God, how, how stupid was I? You know what? Oh, I can't do that. There's so many, I can't, I won't. It's just, I don't use those terms anymore. Those words, I can't find out why you can't, you know, the fact that you can't should be a trigger. Ah. I see can't as the impossibility of people put in themselves as a trick. I see those as triggers, get curious, figure out why, why do you feel that it's impossible? Because only you can set those limits. Nobody else really can. I mean, yes, the five doctors tried <laughs> to tell me um, that I had six months to live. So I fired them. Get rid of them. <laughs> Get rid of people who are saying no to you because they don't know you. They don't know what your capability, you don't, they don't know, even you don't know what that is until you're there. So anybody that limits you should not be part of your cheer, you know, your cheerleading squad, your, your life, you need to create a life that is going to help you thrive, not disempower you, not make you, make you look at yourself and say, I'm not good enough. I mean, yes, those people exist in your lives and they're there for a reason. Again, get curious. Why? Because perhaps they're there to give you that hint or that sign that you must move forward or that you have to change a certain behavior. So for example, before I came on to the show, you said you and your producer were talking about maybe changing your name. <laughs> okay. So I take that very seriously. And then I hop on and then I call you Kim. <laughs> okay. To me, that's not random. Right. Okay. <laughs> that to me, are, that's why I called my book, The Grace of Cancer. I've had many moments like that. I, I believe we are given moments like that. We just choose to ignore them or we're just not aware. I don't do that anymore. There's mm -hmm. very little that gets passed through me without me saying, oh, wait, did you feel that? Did you hear that? Did you, <laughs> I'm like that. And honestly, so like that moment when you said that to me, I'm like, well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> it's true because when you pay attention, you start to see yes. the connections and the 
synchronicity miracles. and the and miracles and yes. the way that the way that energy in my way of looking at it the way that energetically we are all connected Absolutely. and once you start to see that it's very hard to look away yes because these are the kinds of signs that we all at least i'm praying for you see i think people we pray for things to go away but that's, I think that's incorrect. I think we just, you know, we're not honoring ourselves by asking for things to go away because every time we're given something, whether good or bad, if you want to label, the bad is really bad until you make it your gift. And the gift comes from you going through it and learning from it. Mm. And the lesson is the gift. You see, because we're always really consumed by the idea good things good things good things we really don't learn much from good things when things go right we don't really grow <laughs> we don't grow right when when things are amazing we celebrate when we grow what the the moments we grow is when we're in pain when we're struggling when we're trying to figure things out when things don't feel well again get curious that's when you grow. When you talk about mm -hmm. detoxifying your life, what I like about what you're saying is that this isn't a detoxification that strips everything down so that it's like you in an all white room on an all white chair, only breathing air, like never having any thoughts. It feels to me like the kind of de detoxification that brings in more, gives you more, offers more. So what do you mean by that internal and external detox? Well, <clears throat> everything starts with from us, from within. You know, so whatever it is that we desire, we must give that to ourselves first. So we know what that feels like and that we know how to ask that of ourselves and from ourselves. And it's only after then that we can externalize any of that. So we want to feel pretty. Okay, we want to feel beautiful. What does that really mean? It's by eating well, okay? It's, it's, you're not going to have that glow of skin and that smile, that your eyes, that color, your skin pigmentation. If you're eating crappy food, you're going to have acne. So that is a perfect example of, you know, when people say I want to feel beautiful. To me, beautiful comes first from what I eat because I do feel beautiful whenever, you know, when, and, and I get confirmation from that because people say, what are you doing to your skin? I'm thinking celery, lots of food, lots of greens, <laughs> you know? And so that is a perfect example of how easy it is to feel and look good. Now to actually mentally and emotionally feel good. Again, a lot of what we can and what our issues in life is, is really can be handled in a very simple, and I've really abbreviated and simplified this for my clients and for people I love and I share my life with. It's really about what you feed your mind, what you feed your body, and who you surround yourself with. So all of that needs to be doing one thing and that's empowering you. So the, the types of books, the types of podcasts, the type of people you listen to, really shape your day, right? And the food, you know, like this morning, for example, I heard this music 
And I'm like, before I get on my bike, I started dancing. <laughs> and because I started dancing, again, you mentioned that in the beginning when, you know, before we got on, 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 on a call, dancing, let's go ahead and dance. Are we ready? I'm like, I've been ready. I danced already. <laughs> you know, when you do things like that for yourself, how can you not be smiling? Even, you, you know, I can tell, Karen, when you're smiling while talking to me. I know when you're smiling at me, even though I don't see you. And right now I'm speaking to you and I'm smiling at you. So when you do those things for yourself, how can I not then give, be able to give that to you right now in this moment? It's so easy because I've replenished, I've restored myself. You are listening to and smiling with out of the fog with Karen Hager. And we're talking with Veronica Villanueva. She's the author of The Grace of Cancer, Lessons in Humility and Greatness. You can find out more about Veronica and her work at veronicavillanueva.com and also at alivewellthrive.com. Veronica, there's, I, I love that idea about being clear enough and open enough to receive what other people are sending our way. So I send you a smile, you send me a smile. There's the the freedom that where you can allow yourself to dance, even if maybe that day you're in pain or you're tired or you don't feel great or you don't know or you're sleep. That the where we give ourselves instead of being limited by our physical circumstances or feeling uh, punished or afflicted by them, that we can yes. go ahead and and receive more. So as you work with clients as a, as a coach and as a trained chef, and as someone who is passionate about people's health, how, what is the most important thing do you think a listener could do right now to start to receive more, to start to take control back? Knowing that they are meant to receive that, that they're, I don't want to say deserve and should that that is what life at this moment wants them to have and that they should receive it. Because I think often there are many of us that know how to receive love and there's people who don't know how to receive it. And then there's also people that don't know how to receive pain and they also don't know how to receive love. So I think Whatever life throws at us, I think it's important to know that in this moment, there's a reason why I am receiving this and get curious because there is a hidden gift in those, what you see as a challenge. Mm -hmm. Now, there's a lot in the book about how we can support our immune system through not just diet, but I like what you said about also the diet of the people we're around and books and things. Can you say a little bit more about how specifically changing what we eat can help support our immune system? Well, there's many science behind which type of food, you know, creates, um, you know, a, a thriving immune system. So like ashwagandha, you talk about detoxing, milk thistle is a good one. You know, like ashwagandha is an adaptogen. So it's, it's on a cellular level because, you know, the thing is, what's really important to know is when you want to boost your immune system, the same thing when you want to boost your life. And this is where I try 
to really draw the connection with many people is if it's applicable in one area, it is applicable in the rest of your life. So when you're boosting your immune system, you're also boosting your, your life. So in this case, you physically, it's eating right. And then now in, in your outside of that, it's boosting your life with the right people. Now, if you have people who are negative, that releases bad hormones, bad you know, chemicals in your body. If you're around really exciting people, positive people, you release you know, endorphins, you know, um, dopamine. These are all very happy hormones that you need to be happy. So you combine that with the books that you read that are empowering, that are teaching you, and then you go home and you're eating the right food, and then you're sleeping well, there's a thriving life. How can, you know, so it's easy. It's every single, you're doing, you're doing what you love career-wise. You have the right type of people that support you, that do not give you a hard time for wanting to live a very healthy life. You're sleeping well. You're educating. You're committed to your own evolution and to your own happiness. You're active in life. You're engaged. You're exercising. And, you know, how can you not thrive? Honestly, I just described to you what my life looks like <laughs> and how it can be achieved by all of us, all of us. And by allowing yourself to be alive, and that includes imperfection, it includes pain, it includes Absolutely. making choices that afterwards you're like, oh, what was I thinking? And it also includes making choices that make you just shout with delight. Yes, that was right. Yes, more of that. I don't feel like there's a an obligation to, we're not here to be perfect. We're here to be alive, to have the experience. Yes. And being alive is being imper imperfect. Mm -hmm. Look at trees. They're imperfect during winter. They go through an ugly period where they lose their leaves. They're bare naked. We need to get to that point too in our lives. We go through these shedding moments, but we don't, most of us are scared to, you know, peel off layers because we feel that, you know, we're not going to like that person. No, it's actually on the contrary. It's when we make space, when we peel off those layers that we are able to become this, your, our potential, our best version yet, mm. you know, we're, you know, we're not, we're not very different from nature. We also must go through metamorphosis until we are not here anymore. But many of us stopped developing for some reason. Somehow we got into our mind where, okay, I'm done with college. Now I have a job. I'm all set. No, you continue to learn. Mm -hmm. You continue to evolve. You continue to grow. Veronica, the clock is catching us here. Can you let viewer, uh, the listeners know how they can connect with you and your work? What will they find on those websites? So the Veronica, so veronicavillanueva.com is my coaching and the grace of cancer, which is my book. Alivewellthrive.com are my CBD and cannabis for cancer um, purpose. And also it's specifically for medicinal purpose. It's not recreation. And you can follow me on Instagram, the Veronica Villanueva and also Facebook. Um, Alive, Wealth, Thrive, 
and Veronica Villanueva. Wonderful. Veronica, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for smiling and dancing with me today. <laughs> thank you for joining me in my journey and for having me. And, um, you know, anytime I get interviewed and people get curious about me, I always say you're part of my healing journey, then you become part of another person's healing journey. So I thank you. I really do. Thank you. That is Veronica Villanueva. Her book is The Grace of Cancer, Lessons in Humility and Greatness. You can find out more about her coaching and about the book at veronicavillanueva.com and at alivewellthrive.com. You can explore the cannabis and CBD offerings for medicinal use. So that's alivewellthrive.com, veronicavillanueva.com. Find Veronica on Instagram and on Facebook as the Veronica Villanueva. And of course, you're always welcome over at karenhager.com. That's a great place to find out about upcoming classes and events. You can even book a private session with me there if you're so inclined, if you're looking for a little insight on your path. You can follow me on Facebook and on Instagram. I am at Fog City Psychic. That's my old name from long before I started doing podcasts or anything else. So find me there at Fog City Psychic. And we've started putting these episodes up on YouTube. So if you go to youtube.com and search for Karen Hager, you'll see my smiling face come right up. And there are some audios to episodes of this program that you may have missed. Thank you for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace.